The stock is Jersey Oil and Gas, market cap £57 million. We've put out a note recently reviewing Jersey Oil, its large development project in the UK North Sea, the value of this, and also taking a wider look at the UK energy backdrop. Jersey Oil is a UK North Sea operator and it currently is developing the Buchan project. This is a 100 million barrel project and is one of the largest oil developments in the UK North Sea at present. Earlier this year, the company executed a very important farm out with private equity backed Neo Energy. This gives Jog a 12.5% full carry on development capex for Buchan. So Neo will pay all of Jog's capex costs at a 12.5% stake under the farm out deal. But what this also gives Jog is a residual 37.5% stake with which it can execute a second farm out potentially ending up with a fully carried stake of 20 to 25%. That's the target. The new JV, JOG and NEO have already started advancing development plans, announcing recently that they're going to be using an FPSO, a floating production storage and offloading vessel, for the development. This will be an existing piece of infrastructure that the JV will buy from a company that's no longer using it and they're already in advanced negotiations for this. The vessel's been identified and we expect further news on that in the coming months. So going forward we expect news on the detailed development plan and on the FPSO acquisition in the second half of this year. The potential second farm out hopefully by the end of this year. Then submission of the detailed development plan to the UK regulator in early 2024, followed by final investment decision at some point in 2024, then targeting first oil in 2026. So what that means is there are numerous development milestones that are going to be reached over the course of this year and into next that should help de-risk the project for JOG and potentially act as catalysts for the shares. In terms of the numbers on valuation, our core net asset value is 408 pence a share. This includes just the 12.5% fully carried stake in Buchan plus corporate items. If we then add in another 10% of Buchan for a total of 22.5%, assuming the second farm out, plus a value for the J2 and Verbier discoveries, which are nearby Buchan and would be expected to be tied in in future development phases, we get 702 pence a share risked. This is our main valuation metric and is substantially ahead of current share price levels. We've also looked at long-term cash flows for Buchan. And if we look at Jersey just retaining the 12.5%, then once the development is fully ramped up in 2028 and assuming a $65 oil price, we calculate an EBITDA for JOG of £77 million and a free cash flow of about £40 million in that year. If Jersey manages to maintain a full 22.5% stake, as we have assumed, then this is EBITDA of £140 million and free cash flow of £75 million. All of these are very substantial numbers for a company that currently has a market cap of £57 million and is net cash. We've also looked at the wider UK energy backdrop, in particular where the UK gets its energy from and the implications this might have both in terms of the current windfall tax, 
but also the potential for a new government, were it to be a Labour government, to start restricting UK oil and gas activities. So currently, of all UK energy that is consumed, 72% is oil and gas. While renewables have substantially increased over the last 20 years, mostly what this has done is displaced coal in the UK energy mix rather than hydrocarbons. So UK has consumed an awful lot of, of oil and gas over the last 10, 20, 30 years. It's stayed at about that 70-odd percent level. However, of the, our oil consumption, only 71% is produced domestically, and for gas, only 43% is produced domestically which shows the advantage of having more domestic production because that would substantially help our security of supply having control of that production in the UK. Other statistics we would highlight in terms of emissions, the UK is below average on a global basis for emissions from oil production. That's emissions created in actually producing oil out of the ground and then transporting it to market. And on that basis, producing oil in the UK can be seen to be less energy intensive and less emissions intensive than input, potential imports. On the gas side, this is more pronounced. While we get over half of our gas imports via pipeline, mainly from Norway, the marginal source of UK gas imports, when we need more gas than we're currently importing, these are LNG. And the emissions from LNG on a per unit of energy basis are around two and a half times the emissions from producing that same gas domestically in the UK. So from an emissions point of view, both for oil and for gas, there are significant advantages to domestic production rather than relying on imports. Finally, on jobs, it's estimated that oil and gas supports around 214,000 full-time jobs in the UK. This is around 1% of total full-time UK jobs. So this is a material employer for the UK. It's very significant. All of these statistics for us demonstrate why domestic oil and gas production is very important for the UK and why any government should be incentivised to encourage it going forward. These are the realities of that. And there's more detail in our note. So for JOG overall, we think the project is very valuable, there are substantial cash flows to be had, and over the next 12 months, we expect numerous news flow events to help de-risk the project, de-risk that value, de-risk those eventual cash flows for JOG, all of which should help act as catalysts for the share price over that 12-month period.